Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. Amina Blazy, and today you are listening to the first episode of Collective Conversations on the podcast app. And welcome, everyone. I appreciate that you are here today. And for those of you that actually are listening on Clubhouse, this is the first episode of the Collective Conversations podcast. And the episode one, the title of this one is Who Do You Choose to Be? And I am appreciative of Clubhouse because it's given us a perspective and an avenue in order to allow us to download and offer um, this information where we can actually post it as a podcast. So for those of you that are listening on the podcast and you have not joined Clubhouse, I highly, highly recommend that. Um, It's a wonderful experience and it's certainly an avenue for change in an ever-changing world. So I am Dr. Mina Blazy, and I currently work and live in Southern California. Um, one of my favorite pastimes is actually to, uh, I actually road bike. I love, love to make jewelry and weight lift and actually love to read science fiction, high fantasy typically. So I believe that taking time to work and uh, clean your mind uh, for the day is imperative. I'm actually an identical twin and that is actually part of my identity. However, that would be a conversation for another day talking about being an identical twin. Now, I started my career in the western suburbs just outside of Chicago as a middle school science teacher. I continued that after my family and I moved with our children to uh, near Columbus, Ohio. I guest taught in Columbus, Ohio, and then we actually moved to Southern California, where I again taught uh, middle school science typically eighth grade actually and from there I moved on to become an assistant principal of a comprehensive high school in Southern California and where I had the privilege of helping as an assistant principal open a 712 high school it was a stem school it was a wonderful experience and even my own three of my children attended that school and from there I became the principal of a brand new stem elementary school where I had the privilege of actually opening that school And I'm now a director in a school district in Southern California. Now, I did go to Northern Illinois University, got my undergrad in elementary education and biological sciences there. I do have a master's degree and a doctorate from uh, the California State University in in California, San Bernardino. Now, of course, that's just a brief story about me. Another day I will go into more details. Um, and, And I... The reason why I'm having this conversation is because I believe that the world is changing. I believe that social media is changing. It has changed the dynamics of everything we are doing. And offering knowledge to others is imperative, especially if you have information to give. So, and we do, we need to acknowledge that there are no two schools, districts, or school years that are the same. It is imperative that we not go back to the norm. If we keep doing, and I quote, the same thing, we will continue to get the same results. Consider reflecting on each year as you learn, unlearn, and relearn. Toffler, 2012. Think about what didn't work. Think about what you could change. Think about as a parent what you could do differently. Think about what you could do if you're a student, whether it's in the K-12 system or um, in in a career or at a university level, really think about that perspective, and and you know and 
in this dialogue that I'm having on Clubhouse and as a podcast, we are the connections we choose to make. We are the leaders in education that can influence change in a positivist way. And that's that's something that um, I think that as educators, as community developers, as partners, as parents, we have to look at education from a different perspective. So wherever you're working is where you take a stand. Whether you're the parent or the educator, you don't have to go looking for new places or other issues, compelling causes. We can't change the world. However, we can change ourselves so that we can be of service to the world. And that is a quote by Dr. Margaret Wheatley. So this podcast will be information from an education perspective. This is an introduction to many conversations over the coming weeks, months, and years. I titled this podcast, Who Do You Choose to Be? How will we restore and learn from the pandemic? What will we do differently? And why is it so important? We will have a discussion on who you choose to be in a time of exponential change. We will be discussing many topics, navigating the public school system from a parent, teacher, principal, and district administrator's lens. If you happen to have topics that you would like to hear about, be sure to go to my Instagram bio and select the Collective Conversations link. There you'll be able to make your recommendations for the podcast or topics on the audio app, Clubhouse. We will definitely have conversations about publishing, self-publishing on Amazon, yes, You can actually publish for free on Amazon and the difference between publishing on Amazon and an actual publisher that is different than Amazon. Yes, you can actually, again, publish for free. We will be talking about how to navigate public education based on your culture and race, talk about digital literacy and digital citizenship. There actually is a difference. Artificial intelligence augmented reality, virtual reality, and how this relates to the metaverse and education and in businesses. We will be talking about the shortage of educators in public education and how you can either become a teacher or a guest substitute teacher. I will definitely be discussing my background in science, technology, engineering, and mathematics, STEM education, and my topic of my dissertation, how to increase the perceptions and self-efficacy of girls in STEM. Parenting from my lens and the parenting is different from everyone else. We will certainly have a dialogue about equity in education, the truth about CRT, culturally responsive teaching and critical race theory, and why it is meant to help pre-service teachers navigate their own implicit and explicit explicit biases and not to be a course in the K-12 education system. We will, uh, we will also review the research from Dr. Gloria Lanson-Billings and her work in culturally responsive teaching and critical race theory, one of the primary professors and authors of this research. Yes, this is a conversation because this was developed as a theory from the lens of hope and not the chaos you're hearing. I will talk about my journey as a leader and the importance of allowing children access to schools where leaders and teachers are of a diverse culture and background, the, um, the culture of having technology from birth and the comparison to veterans, baby boomers, Gen Xers like me, millennial, millennials and Gen Zers. I will also talk about navigating working in partnerships for school districts. I am, I'm excited to also talk about Lexile and Quantile scores for families, teachers and districts. And just a brief overview 
overview of what that is. And if you're really curious, you can go to my YouTube channel. Alexile scores metrics that helps families and teachers connect children to books that target reading levels. The Lexile score also helps teachers and families intervene to help children on a pathway to become proficient readers. And similarly, the Quantile score is a measure that helps families and educators differentiate instruction in mathematics. Both of these measures actually help students become successful in school and help with their pathways to college and career. So there will be a learning experience for creating your why. That is one of the podcasts I will be developing. Here's a hint. Your why should have your contribution and the impact it will make. For example, my why is to inspire others to become leaders that influence educational aspirations of their community, families, and students all over the world. Sounds simple enough. However, with guidance, your why will make you feel like you're making a difference and others will feel like they have a reason to follow you. And typically, you will hear people talk about create your why. You need to know your why. But they don't understand that the why is a contribution and an impact. Literally, the contribution could be uh, to reinvent your knowledge. The impact could be to inspire your audience to act. People are not having those conversations. So, it's been said thousands of times. In all faiths and philosophies, know thyself. What may be less clear in these wise expressions is the reason we learn to know ourselves. We develop a knowledge of self so that we can give up the self and serve others. That is a quote from Dr. Margaret Wheatley. And sometimes as educators, as families, as parents, as community members, we forget that our purpose is to serve others, but know who we are as humans. Know who we are so that we can help others. And if we don't know who we are, our service to others can be a bit chaotic. Uh, We will have a dialogue about being reflective and reflexive. There is a difference. Being reflective typically happens at the end of a day or the next day. Being reflexive is actually looking at what is happening while it's happening. There is a term called Nepantla of the Nahuatl tribe. They talk about being in the chaos, being in the moment, and not becoming part of the chaos while it's happening. That is being reflexive. So how to collaborate and the difference between working together collectively and just meeting to meet. And how it's important to be a listening leader and problem solver. And yes, if you have a problem, most of the time you have one or two solutions to provide. But typically we have an answer to a problem. We just want confirmation. We will talk about building professional capital from the lens of increasing human, social, navigational capital, and building authentic relationships, and much more. Now, wherever you are is where you take a stand. Literally, wherever you are in the world is where you take a stand. If you are in the United States, and if you are in, say, Illinois, or California, or North Carolina, you don't have to go looking for new places to help. You don't have to have compelling issues or causes. You can help the people that you serve in your area. We can become overwhelmed when we are looking at the greater good of the world. 
and that is a lot and we see those advertisements on tv we get we get so emotionally attached and like how do i help so and so in this country when the truth is wherever you are working is where you take that stand so you don't have to go looking for new places or other issues um or compelling causes and that is actually a quote also by Dr. Margaret Wheatley and again i titled this uh, collective conversations episode 1 for my podcast who do you choose to be now also in collaboration with real estate agents i will be having a dialogue on doing your research on schools before you buy a home now if you're thinking i have little ones but i didn't do that research and i already bought my home um we will be having a, a conversation about how to advocate and increase your social and navigational capital of the public school system that you're currently in and how to look at and help the community so that you can bring up everyone collectively typically when you're in a school district you think about well I'm not quite sure how I can help that's the teacher's job if you and and I know that that is a cultural dynamic not everybody sees that the same way Not everyone sees education the same way. They believe there are some people that actually believe that that is the job of the teacher. That is the job that is what they do. We don't I don't get involved. I hear you go. However, I would argue that if we work together to collaborate on our cultures and understand, we can help change the perspective of what we're doing. and and it doesn't have to be difficult and i really believe that knowing the data of the school district knowing the data of your demographic group um knowing what economically disadvantaged students are getting academically compared to a non-economically dis- uh, non-economic um disadvantaged student is getting academically in ELA science math or whatever will help you shape that school it doesn't mean you need to move why because if you're somebody who believes that education can make change you actually will increase what we call the social and navigational capital of that school so you don't have to um leave so that is why i again chose the topic or the the title of this who do you choose to be it's for a specific reason so focus on serving others no matter what is going around us we can attend to the people in front of us to the issues confronting us and there we can offer what we can we can offer insight and compassion we can be present we can stay and not flee we can be exemplars of the best human qualities that is the life well lived even if we didn't save the world dr margaret weekly uh, and i see as somebody that really looks at what we can do as individuals and helping one person at a time instead of becoming overwhelmed thinking we have to help so many people at once i love that conversation she did write the book who who do you choose to be it's a great read i highly i always recommend it but that's really my perspective and that's how i ran um my classroom that's how i ran uh working with teachers as a principal and now i look at that i look at who do i choose to be as a district leader because not my, my perspective isn't always the perspective of others we have to take a step back and look through the lens of others before we can to make change before we can make an impact because if we're always coming from a perspective um as educational leaders that this is the way we do it and forget that parents come from different cultures maybe they are um an undocumented citizen and you don't realize that mom or dad was just deported 
started and the oldest sibling has to take care of everyone and asking them to do extra homework could be exhausting or better yet um, maybe they had trauma they were just removed from the home and they're in foster care and you didn't realize it because the only people that may know is the office because it just happened we have to look at the dynamics of our community so with that I appreciate you being here. Please be sure to follow me on Clubhouse, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and our LinkedIn. Let's work together collectively to make change through collective conversations. I am Dr. Mina Jo Blazy. You have just listened to a podcast from Collective Conversations. Thank you, everybody.